You're listening to BizCraft, a live podcast about the business of web design with Carl the Jellyfish King Smith and Mean Gene Crawford. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the BizCraft Podcast. Who do we got with us? Gene, it's me, Carl. I've, oh. been, here, I've been here 47 times before. You forgot my name. God. It's so embarrassing. I'm sorry, man. I I'll, hate you. I put it in the show notes and everything. It's okay. That's right, dude. It's cool. Crap. It's cool. Whatever. Hope everybody out there is doing well. We're obviously struggling in here. <laughs> Struggling. Speaking of struggling, how's how's business? It's really, really good. <laughs> good. I heard that about you. You did. I heard that about you. Where'd you hear that? You're making a comeback. Don't call it a comeback, ah, Gene. See, I set you up, and you did not let me down. Yeah, that's gonna, it. and gonna, then people finish that with something I don't know. I'm gonna play that song on the way out of the show. <laughs> So that's the everybody. You got to listen to the end of the show so you'll know if I told there you go. The truth come or in. not. Come in for the whole time. Yeah. You know, Gene, everything's cyclical <laughs> in its word. own way. Say that word again. Cyclical. There you go. I knew you could do it. Cyclical, cyclical. in its own way. <laughs> so what's up, ma'am? What do you mean? What's up? What are you talking about? What's cyclical? Well, you know, I mean, you have up times, you have down times. Yeah. And uh, you know, you have. Companies that crash and companies that rise from the ashes. Mm-hmm. You know? Hey, now and then, even Ohio State can win a national championship. <laughs> you know? Even the losers get lucky. They get lucky sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Don't quote me to me. No, quote me to me. Not that I'm Tom Petty, but, yeah. you know, it could be. And by the way, everybody, his last album, Hypnotic Eye, awesome. 2014. And we like to thank our sponsor, Tom Petty. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good shit. I like that guy. Gene, I'm not going to say anything unless you ask me questions. That's the way that a show works. Like somebody interviews, somebody's the interviewee. It's like you got to do something. Is that how this works? I'm trying to help you, man. You have a network or whatever, but... mm. I'm working on it. Don't know what that is. It's been pretty lax lately. Oh, why you got to go there? Why do you got to use that word in that manner? Come on, John's a good dude. I'm sorry. I apologize now for all the Tehan Lax fans out there. I know We'll get into that. Gene, it's pretty much lit a fuse. Yeah. What? So you want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah, I'll talk about that. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I'll talk about it. You'll talk about it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm talking about it right now. Oh. What are you talking about? Well, that's some interesting news. Uh, I think we have um, uh, sort of a side note. I think we have Jason Van Lu set up uh, for a future show. Uh, we're gonna talk to him about some stuff that yeah um, some news stuff. some news that broke about his company um, stuff he wanted to spill the beans on his former right he's not in that half anymore yeah yeah um code school right that's no he works for Envy uh, one of the sides I, I get confused that's why he's gonna be on the show Just don't say Code Academy because I made that mistake once really embarrassing when you're handing the big check to the wrong company and then you go yeah, oh I'm sorry yeah. oh I'm sorry they don't no. like that that would be bad it wasn't you it wasn't yeah, you yeah, nope. Um, that's rough. That's <laughs> rough. But anyway, so uh, this interesting concept of um, not that that's what they did. They were, I think they've 
whatever he'll tell us but um this idea of this aqua hire right or this um business purchase whatever the hell you want to call it tell me um, what tehan lacks yeah specifically i um, think you call that taking jobs yeah i would say so it wasn't an aqua hire aqua hire it wasn't a purchase it wasn't an acquisition it wasn't a merger just they decided to take jobs a couple of dudes went and took a job. they basically shut it down and took jobs yeah how do you feel about that i think it's their choice man you know it's uh I wasn't there. I don't know everything that was going on. I, I've heard things um, from different sides. Some of the people that were there, some of the owners that were there, I, I know a little bit. Uh, I think it could have been handled better um, in terms of the employees. But at the end of the day, you know what? They started something. They decided to end it. And that's just what it is. And for anybody to think that any shop is uh, more than the the people that started it and what their personal makeup is, you're kidding yourself. I mean, it's a tough industry. And the the thing that, that broke my heart the most about TN Lacks, and, and again, I harbor no judgment on John or Jeff or anybody over there. Uh, to me, they were in a situation we don't understand fully, and they made a decision that was probably best for them and their families, and, and we have to respect that. What kills me is with EngineWorks last year, uh, we could have made some different decisions. And it's not like Tehan Lax was responsible for what we did, but you know, a lot of people paid attention to them. A lot of people followed them. Right. They didn't have a blog post about I think it was 2011 was the really tough year they had. And uh, there's this one line in there: we made a decision that we would die on this hill together. And and obviously, you know, Tehan Lax, EngineWorks, we're not military. To say shit like that is probably very disrespectful, but. I read that line, we'll die on this hill together, and I really took it to heart, you know? And granted... Did you know the hill was Facebook? No. Oh, you didn't know that. No. And and four years later, I'm sure things changed from when, or, or whatever the time frame was, I'm sure it changed. But for me, like I was like, you know what? Damn straight. We'll do this. Yeah. And sadly for Engine, the majority of us died on that hill. <laughs> but, uh, you know... I happen to have uh, the superpower of wearing Iron Man's suit. But one of those people was you. In a lot of ways, yeah. I mean, we went from having a tremendous amount of money in the bank to having no money in the bank and right. from having a really strong, amazing team to having a very small, amazing team. Right. Um, well, but regardless, see, and it's not it's not their fault, but that was an inspiration. No. And, and so, so when people are inspired by what a company says, yeah. even though some of it's marketing – Let's not bullshit ourselves, kids. Yeah, there you go. In this industry, we say shit that's not 100% true, yeah, even though we time. may believe it. Even though we may believe it. Because it's, man, that's a good story. Yep. That's a great story. But at the end of it, mm-hmm. there's a handful of owners who decided they didn't want to be working on the same thing anymore. They shut it down. They liquidate it. 40 people get cast out there, probably get picked up with great jobs. They didn't hire crappy people. Right. And and they go and work at, at Facebook. What I think would be awesome is if Facebook decides to put them all in one room together. Because <laughs> they obviously were having some trouble. But whatever. What are you going to do? Funny. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I kind of have a little problem with it. Um, Spill it, man. Spill it. Let me hear what you got. <sighs> well, you know, I don't know. It just, I feel like there's. Um, sort of i don't know i've said this before but I, even even people that work with me probably um 
disagree with me, whatever. I, in fact, I know that I've had I've had arguments in the car with uh, Giovanni uh, before about some of this stuff. But were you guys in the back seat or the front seat? <laughs> I'm just curious. Just curious. Uh, uh, I f- I feel like there's a lot, and you know, you you set it up. You said that you know, hey, it's their decision; they can do whatever they want. Of course, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about how this affects me. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, like, my opinion. So, I have Gene, a problem. I, I want to apologize. I didn't realize that's what we were doing. Yeah, you know, that's what you're always doing. I um. Oh, please continue. Yeah. <laughs> I think that there's Don't a, let me interrupt or slow down your train of thought whatsoever. I'm <laughs> interested in hearing what you have to say. Blah, 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 blah. I find that... It's very important to me. Yes. I think that you think that... No. I think that there's a lot of... um disloyalty in our industry on both sides Ooh, dude i really do on both it's sides pretty strong that 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 implies that there's some sort of premeditated action i don't know where you're going there we can we can delve into that one but Just, i like those I, words I, so. yeah there you go i see a lot of people that kind of job hop you know they just kind of go go from job to job get you know and they get more money whatever like like you said you can't fault somebody for improving their life and that's not what we're talking about are they job hopping to get more money or because what they were told is true isn't there's a good point that we can discuss that but i think mm, for the most part you know it's you know money or whatever ping pong tables in the dark i mean whatever whatever. yeah um yeah whatever it is right but you know and then obviously with something like this that we're talking about with t hand lax um yeah it's on the other side of that right so there's two sides to it, and um, it just makes it makes it hard to do things um, if you're actually honest about you know both sides of that coin, right? With whatever you're trying to do, like how, how does it make it hard? It makes it hard because it takes a really long time to build trust with people. You know, that's right. Yeah, and when shit like that happens, it sort of puts everybody on guard. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it it sort of changes the conversation about things and the way you think about having conversations about things, you know. So, well, okay, I'm I'm going to disagree really strongly. That's like saying when Hitler decided to attack the world that we distrusted all leaders right away. I mean, that's it, it. It's saying that when we find out one author plagiarized, we suddenly think all authors plagiarize, or that we're suddenly put on notice that that this happens. I mean, I don't distrust you. As a, a friend, when another friend, you know, treats me like shit. So I, I would just say to say that, you know, we saw something that was up there and it turned out not to be what we thought. I mean, does that really mean that you don't trust your neighbor anymore? Yeah, no, I guess, I guess, uh, you know. I guess Sorry I, for pulling out Hitler so early in the show. I, I meant to save that for later. Well, you know, there is the argument that as soon as you go to the, the Hitler <laughs> or the Nazi point of the conversation is when you've completely lost. I pulled the H-bomb way too yeah, fast. Yeah, your, your angle of argument. It means you've lost the argument already, right? You've heard that. You've heard that, right, in politics? No, of course yeah. not. No, You're totally a, making shit no, up. No, I'm not, man. That's the thing in politics. Whenever you see people debating on TV and the, the whenever the one other side pulls out the Hitler card, it's like, well, I'm oh, sure Hitler would agree. Yeah, they've lost. Fuck that. You went straight <laughs> okay. to Hitler. You I'm, went, talking about, I'm talking about you hiring went, employees. You, you go straight to Hitler. No, no, I, I can see where you're coming no, from. I, I think you were saying that because of that, everybody's on guard. That's what you said. 
Uh, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, it kind of does that, right? I got two brain cells and they just connected and I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you said. That's, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not generalizing it like to every single scenario, you know, like you know, my neighbor was mean to me so therefore all neighbors are bad. I'm I'm specifically talking about, you know, this industry specifically about companies and them worrying about shit like this. You know. Um, well, I would agree that if you don't have a transparent company or the perception of a transparent company. Let me say that because transparency is as much marketing as yeah, a, yeah. anything else. Yeah. That employees may – I can see what you're saying. You may have some people in the company that suddenly go, whoa, Tehan Lacks was supposed to be the shit. And we're just like struggling to survive here in Des Moines. What the fuck? Yeah. What is it that I don't know right now? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean – I'm going to quit. <laughs> I think I quit, Gene. I just quit. No, it makes all this stuff harder. You know, it's like you. I don't know. I just, I didn't I didn't like it. I don't like the the taste that it leaves. It just it felt weird. You know, and I don't know everything. You know, I clearly I don't know like what the hell's happening specifically in these people's personal lives. But I really don't give a shit. You know, I read their blog posts and I read responses from employees and shit like that. And I'm just like, man. And you know. People that work for me, they he, they see these tweets and they're like, "Fuck, you know, these guys just dumped everybody and went to work for Facebook. What what are you gonna do? You know, so you have to have these damn conversations all over again." Gene, you know, Gene, you sit across the table from all the people that work for you. I do not have a problem with the people. That- they know that Facebook is not coming over to recruit you. Yeah, yeah, no shit. But but if they were, I'm sure they would be like, "Oh, uh, that would suck." Um, <laughs> who's going to sit where Gene sits? I don't know. Just keep doing the work. Nobody knows his name anyway. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying. I, I just think that there are a few things. One I've, thing, I don't, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to speculate because I don't know. I know, right. I know the people just a little bit, just enough to feel like I should know something. I don't know. But the honest God truth is I don't. Yeah, I don't know. And all I can imagine, because I do think that John and Jeff – cared about their team. I do think that they had that in them. I do think they were more business people than I will ever be. John specifically, more of of a business person. And that doesn't make him colder. That just makes him more informed. Like what he was doing was building a business, you know, and and a lot of people give me shit because what I was doing was building a summer camp, right? Mm -hmm. But I'll say this. If they had an opportunity to do it over again, I bet they would try to take care of their people better because they were humans and more than likely – were there four partners? Is that right? I don't know. I think there were four partners. Okay, I only know the two names that are on the business. I could be wrong. It could just be the two of them. For some reason, I'm thinking there's more. Regardless, something happened that made it necessary to get out of there quick. Maybe they planned it for a while, but I, I cannot imagine, and again, I'm speculating, that they had the time to think through mm-hmm. what was going to happen to their team. No, but nobody wants to, to make this move and leave people that were dedicated and loyal in trouble. Um, and maybe Facebook forced their hand. I don't know. I have no clue. This is all speculation. But I, it, the thing to me was just, as an owner, 
there are a lot of things that you deal with that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I'm not defending John or Jeff. I'm not defending what it was that they went through or any of that kind of stuff. But I will say this. You wake up in the middle of the night. Used to do. You wake in the middle of the, of the night terrified that you're not going to be able to make payroll or that that client you just brought on might not be a good client or that somebody that you work with in the company you know, may think about leaving and you understand how valuable they are, but you just don't have what they need right now and you're trying to get it. And so when something bad happens it's or, or, or something uncomfortable happens, it's so easy to jump on them like they were these guys in Ferraris just busting around downtown smoking cigars, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I don't know. I, I don't know why I feel this way. I just I just feel like they've they've. They've caught some shit, and in reality, they've um, you know they had to close something that they loved and go work with a a big you know go work with a monolithic thing where they're just going to get absorbed and hey, I hate to say it this way, but pretty much forgotten. Yeah, that's what's going to happen now. Um, yeah, I don't know. You, you mentioned that uh, you said that they were more business people than you are. Um, or me, for that matter, any of us. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like that that whole like business person or business mentality kind of fucks up some of the stuff you're doing sometimes? I, I think it can go either way. Yeah. Um, had I been a better business person, uh, the issues that we had at Engine wouldn't have been as severe. You got? Can you give me an example of that? Had I? Absolutely. I mean, at one point we had four hundred thousand dollars in the bank, right? Yeah. yeah. And had I, at that point, when we lost a couple of key accounts, looked at it and said, you know what? Not everybody here has done as good of a job as everybody else. And I can take $100,000 of this money and give, let's say, six people a soft landing and just explain to them that, you know, really appreciate everything they've done. But unfortunately, at this point, we have to make some hard decisions. And I'm able now to you know, give you, you know, several weeks severance and just wish you the best and help you find something else. You know what? I may have been able to pull out of the tailspin. Mm -hmm. Might have been able to do it. But instead, because I wasn't a business person, I sat there and said, you know what? Let's just hope to hell. Let's just pray because we're all good people and we know good stuff that we can just get this done. I never looked at the numbers, Gene. I never looked at what it cost and what we had. I just I put my faith in the universe, and you know what? I think it probably worked out the way it was supposed to. But had I been a business person, I would have made a cut. And I guarantee you some of the people that aren't at Engine right now who may or may not be listening to this would say, you know what? If Carl would have just cut some of the people who weren't doing the best work, we would have kept that team intact. And it was a hell of a team, Right. But I didn't. I really wanted to try to save everybody, and that's not the mentality of a business person. No, it's not. Um, you know, you got that old adage that's like, uh, what, I, I'm, I'm going to get slaughter it, but like, what, what the fuck is it? Like, uh, so many businesses. What the fuck is it? No, I think yeah. that's the old adage. What the so, fuck is it? <laughs> so many businesses fail in the first year, and so many more fail in the first five, or whatever the fuck that is. Right? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like one and seven yeah, and 12. Like that. And, yeah, yeah. But, I think that, you know, like, yeah, if you're running things just strictly by the numbers, right? You know, like, there's probably times when I should have shut period three down, you know, f- probably four or five times over, 
Well, hell, we've all said that, Gene. You know, but like I didn't, and now I'm doing a bunch of different shit, and I really enjoy my life. Yeah. You know, like, but from a business standpoint, you know, and I've got friends who run businesses or they're in the startup world or doing all that kind of stuff or whatever, and it's like they probably would be like, "Well, you're stupid. Why did you keep doing that?" But I'm like, "Well, you're stupid. You shut your business down like a year after you started it." You know, like I just feel like I really believe in the things I'm doing. So I'm going to make that work because I want to make these things work. And I'm not so convinced that everything I do should be like the aim should be to make more and more and more money. No, no, it's not about money at all. I mean, money is ultimately the lifeblood that comes through the company, right? Without money, you definitely fail. But you can take care of business, but also be building something that goes beyond you know, the nuts and bolts of business, right? Absolutely. I totally agree with you. But I don't think the things that we're saying are opposed to each other. I think the situation is there's a big difference between starting a company and running a business, right? And we can start a company and you and I philosophically can feel like, you know what? We are going to run, we are going to create the best place in the world for people to work. But you know what? If we don't have business people that work with us, Right. Then ultimately, against our own intentions and our own wills, we are going to hurt the people that we love. Right. We are going to cause them to have to go away because we didn't pay attention to things. Mm-hmm. And this is a situation that I think kills the entrepreneur in our industry yep. because we are convinced that we should do it all. We should be the ones who understand everything and we can take care of it. But you know what, brother? It ain't true. We need eventually when we get to a certain size – that financial officer, right? We need that operations officer. We need these people who understand things. And and Jeff Wilson from 352 said it, and I swear I, I quote him so much I should just stop saying it was him. But it's like the people that got us here are not the people that can get us there. And unless we want to stay at a certain size, and there's very few who can do it, right? Paravel, Trent Walton's done an amazing job with Paravel. And that the three of them stay there and do great work and stay that size. Right, and right. Because of that, they don't necessarily I – mean, they still need somebody to look at stuff. But they don't need it as much as somebody who goes to 12 or 16 or, or 50 or 100. There comes a time where we need help. And you know what? Yeah. Did you, Were you a business major? No. What were you? Uh, what was your I was, major? I was a studio artist. There you go, right? Yeah. I was a theater major. We We didn't – understand what we were going into, which is part of what made us successful. But it's also part of what holds us back later. And I think it's not necessarily ego that hurts us. It's just not understanding. We were just, it's not that we're ignorant. It's just that we don't know. And maybe that, maybe that's the same thing, but ignorant has that negative connotation. I think John Lacks either learned or, uh, or, or, or studied because he was a business dude. I mean, like he understood and, and he and I ended up on the wrong side of some conversations together before, but it, it actually endeared him to me that, you know, he made me better because he made me stand up for myself and actually open my eyes to different opportunities, just like Dan does, right? Dan Mall does. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would just say those of us who are like, I don't want to say wagging a finger, but looking suspiciously over there at Tehan Lacks, have you ever run a 40 person company? Yeah, no, no, no. I haven't. Right. I don't have a clue what that's like. So hmm. I just I just really went off, didn't I? No, that's good, man. You make <laughs> you're making me think here. You're making me think. See, I'm smart enough to learn. It's, I gotta tell you, I'm gonna put that down among accomplishments. Made Gene think. Damn. I just underlined think. Is that cool? <laughs>
I know this is radio. I wanted to explain to people. No, I, I you know, I agree with you on that yeah. aspect. Um, yeah, I mean, could you imagine what that's like every month? Like, no. Forty people, like holy shit. We we had like fourteen, and we had a payroll that every two weeks it was like eighty plus grand. I mean, it made me choke. Yeah, that's a little scary. And it's like, you know, and then you get freelancers, you get this stuff, and you, you're scared not to grow, you're scared to grow. I can't even imagine at that level um, of 40 people. And, and, you know, and I have friends who have companies well over 100. Uh, but, you know, at that point, though, you have, and, and you know, I'm, I'm generally anti-structure, but I think to get to a certain level, you have to have some sort of structure. One of our clients now is in the farming industry, I'll just say. And uh, one of the things you learn is that that's what a trellis is for. You know, plants can't grow without something to support themselves on, certain right. types. Right. And it's the same thing with companies. And so when you try to run a flat company, you can grow to a certain size and then you're going to fall over. You know why? You got no support. You got nothing yeah. that's going to lift you up. And, and, right. and, and that's why in the 60s, when all the information that Daniel Pink put in Drive came out and people tried it, we abandoned it. And it wasn't that that information was wrong. It's that it was incomplete. There needs to be a level of structure that goes with autonomy and mastery and purpose so that things can grow stronger and taller. And that's the thing. We, we, look, we, we take one piece of information and act like it's everything. And it's the same thing with Tiana Lacks. I mean, God bless them. They did a great thing for people for a long time. And I think we should we – should, I'm just going to say it. I think we should fucking celebrate the years that they were going – and not look and question the day they decided to call it. Hmm. Hmm. I guess that's sort of the problem with being public about stuff, isn't it? I, I, yeah. Well, and again, they weren't that public with it. <laughs> they tried to go with the marketing well, speak of it. Yeah. It was the employees who really came out and said, right. what the fuck? Look yeah. at what just happened. So, yeah. you know, and, and that's, that's the issue when your model and everything you do is marketing. Right. At the end, you're probably going to have some naysayers. But, you know, a, a good friend told me if nobody says you didn't do anything, if nobody questions what you did, you probably didn't do anything. Right. So. Hmm. That's pretty interesting, man. You kind of turned me around a little bit. I still feel I still feel annoyed by the whole damn thing. Oh, I'm pissed off. Don't get me wrong. I, I hate the way it went down. I hate, and not just because people are questioning it. I, I have no doubt that those employees should question it. I think there's something in the middle that didn't happen. And as a result, you know, when the team that's going to Facebook goes and the team that got cut out to the wind, I think they both got grievances. Yeah. But I think the team that got cut out in the wind probably deserves a louder voice. I mean, yeah. they, they probably didn't see it coming. Again, I have no clue. Yeah. But uh, but no, I I agree with you. I'm annoyed as hell too, you know. Yeah, I didn't think about uh, the part where you're talking about, um, you know, just scale, right? I mean, scale is an interesting thing. It completely changes the the structure of everything, right? Yeah, you know, a, a three or four person shop is not the same as a ten person business. Is not the same as a forty person company. Yeah, uh, or a hundred person company. I mean, Jesus, I was just reading something about, uh, was it Razorfish? It's like $1.8 billion a year or something. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And how would that work as a flat company? I mean, how GitHub's not flat anymore. Valve, everybody's acknowledged, is not really flat. Right. You know, it's like all of these things that we're marketing, you know, 
It's just not good. You know, I live in Florida. I've never seen a palm tree that didn't have support at the base. Right. It's one of the most beautiful trees you'll ever see. When you're going down a highway or you're going down some little avenue and you see those palm trees, you're like, wow, I am in an amazing place. But look at the base. At that base, you're going to see those pieces of wood just stuck in those angles. And it's just keeping that tree up because you know what? Sometimes beautiful things need good support. Yeah, they're all propped up. That's funny. That's pretty good. You should put that on a T-shirt. It's kind of long, but I'll, I'll work <laughs> it's on a that. long one. But you know, I've I've read yeah. some long things on T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Get Cotton Bureau on the phone. Stop. Dar. They probably print it. If I could get thirty people to say they buy it, they would. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of marketing, um, the way they uh, rolled up uh, Pixel Workers, I thought was a, a nice piece of marketing. I, I did not see that. I I, I'm embarrassed that. to say. I don't – you know, it was – the whole thing was confusing to me. What was Pixel Workers? Was Pixel Workers their studio? Uh, Pixel Workers was that line of, of clothes, line of shirts and hats and stuff that was the Pixel Workers, right? Okay, so they had their own line yeah. that was kind of underneath Cotton Bureau? Uh, I don't know. But they basically said that Pixel Workers was going out of business, <laughs> right? Uh, that they were shutting it down and stuff and that – you know, I heard I heard Brooklyn Beta's not coming back. Yeah, I've heard that too. Wow, that's the new that's the new marketing. <laughs> is it just uh, say that you're shutting things down or you're the last? So maybe maybe Tihan Lax is not going away. Maybe they're gonna like open part two. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. There you go. You think that's a good? I like that. Although like TL TL three has a better sound to it than TL three. Well, they could they could close that one down and start a third one. You know, I don't know why they didn't just lease it to me. <laughs> oh, that would... oh, wait. No, I do. Oh. <laughs> I lost all that money. All right. There you go. There you go. That's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Tell the time about when you were rich and didn't spend the money again. <laughs> oh, it was oh. awesome. It was so good. Dude, you should have been there. Um, no, nah, man. Thanks. Uh, you know, I, I still, like I said... So is it, there's so much to think about when it comes to this stuff. Um, well, and there's some great articles that have been written. I mean, yeah, we'll link a few up. And there's yeah, some good points of view. Um, Creative services isn't dead, and and you know, it, it, and that was one of the annoying things to me was it brought back that conversation. Yeah, that that that's that, that's you know that's part of. I didn't kind of I didn't mention that earlier, but it was also kind of rolled around in my head when I was saying like this kind of stuff makes just life a little more difficult for type of stuff we do and that's one of them right it's it's this you everybody's looking at you going well service is dead why are you still selling website projects hey well you know what full service agencies died 15 years ago guess what they're like <laughs> yeah. eight of them in jacksonville right i know now. i know i mean i so help me out you know what we say happens doesn't mean it happens and what yeah. we fear doesn't mean it comes true just shut up i know and it's really it was, it was really great to the show before this one uh, we're talking to rob and just watching like uh, from Sparkbox, we're watching Sparkbox over the past couple of years, like do what they do, and, and those guys are just—they're good people, and they're just kind of like heads down doing their thing, you know, and they do their thing the way they do it well, and they just don't let other things influence that, you know. They—they they look at the things that work and they use them, and the things that what? don't work, they just jettison it, you know. Well, if you want to, I mean, and and this I think is is critical, and it works it for Sparkbox, Sparkbox, and they're what like twenty to thirty somewhere in there, twenty fours, twenty five, somewhere in there, yeah. Here's the thing: if you try and you have people that try, you're going to succeed. Yeah, there you go. 
If you have a lot of work and you don't have people that try, then over time you're going to fail. Mm. But you may not see it. And, and I'm, yeah. I'll just say with EngineWorks, we got to a point where we had a tremendous amount of influx and no structure. And as a result, people flailed. Yeah. You know, and, and that's not going to work. And, and that's, you know, I, I could sit at it and look at it and say that's a failure. But what I'd rather look and say it was an education. And now I understand that you have to have this certain level of, of structure. And you know what? Sparkbox has that. They have a level of structure. They have a level of understanding and trust and belief. And I hate to tell you this, Gene, but I just read an article two seconds ago. Sparkbox, unfortunately, follow the path of TNLX. It looks like Rob and Ben are going to go work at Twitter. <laughs> um, no, it's yeah. totally not true, people. It's not true. Don't, yeah. don't go out and sell your stock. <laughs> sell your stock. That's funny. Are you saying that Sparkbox isn't worthy of going public? Is that what you just said? That's exactly what I'm saying. Cool. Hey, I'm just checking with you, man. I'm just <laughs> checking with you. Want to make sure you're cool. Uh, man. Well, dude, um, yeah, good conversation. Um, good talk, bro. I want to kind of uh, roll this into some other conversations that we have with some people and, and just uh, try to line up some you know, uh, guests that can give us some more insight into this kind of thing. Cause it's, it's really interesting to me. And, you know, I know you've had situations over the years where you've looked at doing things and working with other companies and bringing people in and all that kind of stuff. And so have I, and there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. And it's, it's a, it's a tricky thing to navigate, you know? Um, Wait, so, so you're recording this. You want to do this again? I, I'm not sure. I understand. I thought we were just having a conversation. <laughs> oh man. We're always All recording right. everything. All right. All right, Gene Crawford. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, you see what I did there. What are you drinking today, Gene? I am drinking a rogue chocolate stout. It's so weird. I'm having deja vu. It seemed yeah, it like a, just it an really, hour ago. It was like a tall one. There's four, three or four beers in it. I am drinking, well, I'm just going to say it. It's an old favorite. It's a go-to. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mainly because they would actually let me leave the restaurant with it. Oh, really? Because it was in a bottle. So I had to, uh, you know, because I got that little awesome pizza place across the street. Yeah. Went over there. I was like, hey, Lauren, can I have a beer to go? She goes, only if it's got a cap on it. (laughs) All right. Sure. Put a cap on it. Good to know. Thanks, Lauren. I tried to put one of those little MailChimp hats on it. She goes, no, we, no, that's, no. Yeah. Can't do that. It doesn't work. That sucks. That's not. It's not the same thing. The same thing. Hey, let's end the show strong. Let's end the show strong. End it strong. And that means not like taper into non-existence. Gene, I find you amazingly attractive. <laughs> oh man, Carl, I know you do. <sighs> Folks, we're gonna bail now because, quite frankly, Gene is not in touch with his own sexuality <laughs> but it's been great having you on the show today appreciate everybody listening and hey who knows next time maybe people will listen maybe. it's been a pleasure gene bye my friend